93.7 Express FM. Over the White Line, your number one source for all local sports and non-league football. Over the White Line hits the road for the first time in the programme's four-year history. And the flag bearer for Express FM's non-league football coverage sees us here at Wesley Park, home to Havant and Waterlooville. Relegated for the National League last season, the Hawks are looking to bounce back into the top flight, for, uh, into the top flight of non-league football at the first attempt. New manager Paul Doswell has certainly put his stamp on things around the ground and has re-energised the club with new incentives and big new signings. Their opposition tonight are similar riding a crest of a wave. Dorking Wanderers have won 11 promotions in the last 19 seasons. A remarkable ride for the side beside the A3. And the Wanderers have adjusted to Sipdir quite well, having picked up nine points on nine. Among their ranks, two ex-Havant players, Ed Harris and Jason Pryor, return to PO9 tonight. Joining me in the gantry to talk all things Hawks and to reflect on the local action is Havant director and secretary Trevor Brock. We're coming to you live on 93.7 FM, DAB Digital Radio and online at expressen.com. So without any further ado, it's time to go over the white line. So, and I'm Henry Deacon here. If you look ahead to having a walk, Liverpool's National League South Clash with Dorking Wanderers. And as always, reflect on a big weekend of action as the FA Cup came into town for most of our local sides. There was a heartbreaking replay defeat for ASC Portrita last night after losing 3 2 away to Hyphen Dibden. Was Baffins Milton Rovers will go for the replay mill tonight. They face also Town at the PMC Stadium. We have full reaction to all our local games between now and 7 pm. We've also got a lot of our local managers alongside me. But with me here in the press box at Wesley Park, he's having a walk level director and friend of the show, Trevor Brock, to reflect on a frantic few months at Wesley Park. And as ever, Paul, no punches when we reflect on the local scene. Trevor, it's, it's great to have you as, as, as always on the show. Back here at Wesley Park for a brand new season. I think that there hasn't been a season here that hasn't been looked forward to as much as perhaps the one we're experiencing this year. No, I think you're correct, Henry. I mean, to say Paul Doswell is a whirlwind is an underestimate. Um, he's coming here, shaking things up big time. We've gone from being a, a Tuesday and Thursday part-time side to uh, training three days in the week during the day. Um, different type of player being brought to Wesley Park. And it's all looking, it's all looking very interesting. Probably haven't made the start we, we quite wanted to. I think we've, we've had the better of all three games so far, but... Uh, two of them we could only draw. So it'll be quite important tonight to get off to a good start against the Dorking side. As you said, are riding a crest of a wave. They've got promoted having won the Isthmian League last year, and we know what that feels like. And, you know, they're well-backed financially, and uh, they they're sort of will go top of the table if they beat us tonight. I think they'll go top of the table even if they draw with us tonight. So, uh, you know, it's a big game. We'll speak about the results later on in this, this part of the show, but... What do you think has been the biggest difference since Paul Doswell's come in at the club? Because he has made huge strides in such a short space of time. Yeah, I think he brings a great deal of marketing knowledge. Um, not money like people make out because he's not putting a penny into the club. But he's very good at uh, bringing in sponsorship and has managed to bring in a, a fair old amount of sponsorship for us this year. I want to make absolutely clear our wage bill is exactly the same as was given to Lee Bradbury last season. There's not any difference in it whatsoever, contrary to what people are saying. Um, and and we're, you know, sort of ready to go and uh, giving it a good shot this year. One of the big differences, as, as you say, on the commercial side of things is that we look around the holdings, there's loads of there's loads of sponsors, a lot of them which have been been bought in by Dodds and, and uh, Jeremy Ransom, who's our new commercial manager. And, and it's little things like that for, for a club, at, especially at this level, which is going to make such a big difference. Well, unfortunately, you know, it, it is a, a matter of the game. It's, it's all about money, unfortunately, football. Um, and you have to generate it to be able to spend it. Um, you know, we're, we've got a smaller squad this year than, than we had last year. And, and, you know, I'm not suggesting for one minute that we don't pay them well. Um, but at the end of the day, it's all about working as a team off the pitch and making sure that we are in a position to challenge. You spoke during the summer, during the off-season, about how you've been re-energised rejuvenated since Paul Doswell's come in. Do you think towards the end, end of last season, with the relegation and that, the club maybe to a certain extent lost its way a little bit? 
I think you're probably right. We got relegated, so you have lost your way, haven't you, when you get relegated? It was a tough league to play in. I'm, I'm not uh, having a go at Lee at all um, because he could only work with what he's got. We probably made a mistake last year not changing to full-time status as we planned during the course of the, you know, the season, ran about just after Christmas. And I think that kind of sealed our fate because you can't operate in the Conference National, um, I don't believe, as a part-time team. It is a fully professional league. It is League Division Three, um, And if you really have ambitions of going there, you've got to do more than Tuesday and Thursday, which is what we were doing last season. Although Woken are giving it a good old go this year, going Tuesday, Thursday, it's, let's say, the aspiration of the football club is, is to play in the Conference National and be a, a Conference National and established side in that league. And effectively, you, you want to apply your trade in a, in a full-time league. That's, that's effectively the goal you're setting yourself if you want to play in the, in the Conference. Well, only if you're full-time. That's the point. Otherwise, you're a whipping boy. And I think, you know, we gave it a good go at the start of the season, but we did lose our way round about Christmas, round about... Um, when Brian Stock retired, you know, when Lee was sort of set aside with going to the Hartlepool job, um, you know, it was never the same after that. And, and at the end of the season, we had a very sorry finish. Indeed, but moving on to a new season, all looks rosy, all looks more positive now, even if the gloomy, dark, grey clouds over Wesley Park tonight don't suggest so. And I mean, you spoke about the fact that we had chances probably to win all three games we've played so far, but only five points on the board. All in all, how would you reflect on the start that having a made to the season? Yeah, I mean, it's a solid start. You can you can sort of say, I think we can honestly say we are the better side in all three opening games. And that's got to sit well for the season. It's going to be very hard because we've got the tag of favourites. Um, and that's always difficult for any football club because all the teams you're playing against raise their game because they think they're playing what they perceive as the best side in the league. Um, you know... Whether we are the best side in the league is is there to be seen, uh, but I, you know, knowing Doz as I do, I have no doubt that he'll be he'll be trying very very hard to become the, only the second ever manager who's won the Conference South. Do you think it's been made tougher? Our games have been tough as a consequence that they were the favourites because there's, I think certainly when you look at the, the Dartford game on Saturday, a team that's been very yo-yo so far this season. I think it's quite fair to say that completely and utterly raised their game. I know the wind kind of killed it a little bit, but they, they raised their game and they got a point in a game that perhaps we should have got all three in. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I thought the first half was very even because they had the benefit of a win behind them. But I think you'll rarely see uh, a more one-sided second half. You know, if you're looking at stats, I think we had 95% of the second half, 95 against five. We got one back, but we just couldn't get that second goal. You know, hit the post a couple of times. But, you know, it's just one of those things, isn't it? You can't, you can't win them all. No, exactly. But one we will want to win is, is tonight against Dorking Wonders. We, we spoke about it, didn't we, um, in the introduction to the show, that they're uh, certainly a team that are riding the crest of a wave. Two successive promotions, 11 promotions in 19 seasons. It's a, it's a remarkable rise, a rise in which I don't think it's ever, ever been thought of, seen before, and it may never be seen again. But I suppose... We've got the, the target tonight of being the party poopers, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, you know, the rise they've had. I mean, Dorking Wanderers started as a as a sort of West Sussex Division 5 team. Um, there's very few... That's literally sort of kicking around with your mates level. Yeah. Um, and they've just gone relentlessly on and on and on. Changed ground two or three times in that period of time as well. Uh, and now they've got a, a brand new stadium at the Surrey HQ... Um, in Dorking, the old, the old Dorking FC ground that fell into massive disrepair. Um, there's a few, there's a few um, stumbling blocks as they go along the way, but they're very well set up, and and I'm sure uh, they'll sustain. You know, I fancy them for a top six, top eight finish at the end of the season. Well, we're just seeing the Dorking officials and coaches come into to Wesley Park as we speak. What do you think their expectation levels are going to be tonight? I think they're used to winning. I think for their club tonight is, is a massive test and I think they are looking to beat us um, and, and you know, go on and continue their run forward. Now, I know they struggled to get in the league this year because of ground grading, um, so maybe going to the conference might be a step too far for them. They'd have to do an enormous amount of work on their ground uh, to actually get to that level. But, you know, you've got to have dreams in football and 
we were like that one day and you've just got to build and build and build and, and, and eventually you get where you want to go if you've got the backing to go with it. Certainly a case of this time next year on these sort sort of stuff, but like I say, that that but that's sort of something that we want to do here. We have our own aspirations that haven't haven't got their their own their own dreams, and we need to get over over this hurdle. And I think a lot of do you think a lot of people have kind of almost take taken this league a little bit for granted? Some of the spectator base, perhaps. I think some people have, and I think that's extremely dangerous. Um, I hate seeing comments on boards about you know we're going to win this league and all this sort of thing just sets you up for a fall and I, I don't understand why people do it but you know I don't really understand social media to be absolutely honest I'm a little long in the tooth for that um, but people do say some silly things silly things but I suppose you want to put the talking on the pitch I'm just looking at some of the some of our players that are, that are walking off the pitch do you think I'd be fair in saying that the Cowboy player this year is a much better calibre that haven't had in the conference national league above last season yeah, I think that's that's quite correct. I mean, I think they've gone for um, some very big names at this level. Um, and it's credit to Doz that those players, you know, at least half a dozen of our players would be good players in the National League. And the fact they are prepared to put their previous ambitions out of the way and come down to this level to play for Doz and the club um, speaks volumes. And, and, you know, hopefully it'll be worth everybody's while because nobody wants to hang about at this level again. No, most certainly. We're coming up to about quarter past six. I know that you've got to head off and do your official duties a little bit later on. So before, before I let you go, about 20 past the hour, let's, let's talk a little bit about the local game because you are an expert, a connoisseur in local non-league football. Giving you the, a connoisseur than expert. <laughs> I've given you the big build-up. Now you must produce, Trevor. Uh, let's talk about the start of Gosford because they've a lot of our ex-players have gone. A lot of the Havens ex-players have gone. There are a lot of players from a lot of clubs. Lee Molyneux has got off to a good start. Okay, stumbling block yes against Salisbury, but they're highly fancied to to do well in the division. What do you make of Gosport this year? Can they finally this year try and get rid of the, the, the problems of the past? Well, I think on the pitch they will, without any doubt at all. I mean, the players they've got are a bit like us in this league. They're considered the better players at that level. You've got to remember half a dozen of them played in the National League last year. So, you know, they're probably in the same boat in so much as they're probably considered one of the very strong favourites to win the Southern League. And probably, in reality, should be finishing at least in the playoffs. So that brings its own pressures. Now, obviously, something like that has got to be paid for. And that's maybe where the challenges lie for Gosport. Most certainly. Let's go down the pyramid a little bit. We got an interview later on in the show with the Moneyfields manager Dave Carter and we'll speak to them more speak about the more in depth there. But they start their season. Perhaps the longest trip they could make in that league on Saturday away to Biddeford. Could it be third time lucky this time round for Moneyfields in that league? Or do you think disciplinary I know you've spoken about it a lot. How key is it discipline in a league like that? Well I I certainly don't need to tell Moby that he's got to sort his discipline out. I think they were better last season than they were the season before. You told me you had the best. Well, you know, I hope that's true <laughs> at the end of the day. It's, it's very important. You can't, you can't do it without all parts of the club pulling together. And I think that will be the challenge. They've got a potentially very good setup coming along at, at Money Fields with all the, the building work that's going to be going on. Um, and again, player for player, they should be a, at least playoffs, if not higher. So, you know, I expect a lot from Moneyfields this year and, um, you know, it'd be nice to see them punching their weight. When you consider everything that's going to be going on, the, the new facility is going to be in place in the next year or so, do you think they all, Do you think that a club with, with the facilities that they're going to have should be playing Southern League Premier Football? Yes, in a nutshell. Um, I think it's only a matter of time. Um, and, and good luck to them to do it. It'd be great to have a, a decent Southern League club in the city of Portsmouth. It's needed it for years. Most certainly. Let's go into the West League quickly. Let's talk to you quickly about the, the teams you think could do well, could not do well in that division. We'll start with Porchester. Every year we ask the question, could this year be their year? Yeah, again, I mean, I think, you know, in terms of setup, I mean, Porchester are a Southern League club, but they don't seem to be able to get it over the line, and it's always difficult for them. And again, you know, they went out the FA Cup last night. That must be a massive disappointment, because I know when you put together a side like that, you want to win in the FA Cup for the money that it brings in 
It's one of the few chances that a club like that has to do it. I know they got, what did they get in terms of that building grant that they got from Build Base? Um, so everything's set up for them to, uh, to go forward and, and do really well. But it just doesn't seem to click for some reason, and I don't know what that is. Let's move further down. Horndean finished the best of the our local stars we cover in the Wessex League last season. Obviously, it's going to be a, a big miss for, for Michael Bourbon losing Benny Reid to haven't. But that aside, what stead do you think they're going to be in this year? Well, I don't think much change, really. I think they've got basically what they had last year. And, and you know, minus Benny, who's obviously a, a big player for them. And it just shows how good he is. He's come in here, and a couple of the games, he's looked one of our best players. So, you know, it, it's great to have him. And, and, you know, it's difficult when you are a Horndean. There's always people around who are going to take your best players. But I think he's got a reasonable shot at, at winning that league this year. And, you know, I really hope, as an ex-Horndean man myself, I really hope they do it. Ex-Dean to ex-Dean there. Um, let's talk about Baffins. They had a brilliant season last season. I spoke to Paul Potter about it, perhaps a, a little bit under the radar. The fact that that Wessex League is so open this year, does it carve an opportunity for someone like Baffins to have a, a real assault to perhaps even go for the title? Yeah, I think probably the titles are possibly a little bit beyond them. Um, they are a good side. And, and again, you know, they're sitting in a very populous area. And I... And I uh, the setup there has become from nothing to being very, very good in a very short period of time. And, and you know, they have got chances, but the problem is, is always money again, because I don't think Baffins, I'm not sure what their status is in terms of what they play their players, but at the end of the day, I know they've lost two or three to places like Bogner. And it's awfully difficult when you're, you know, when you're, you're not in a position to countermand those people when they come in. Finally, because I know we're a bit tight on time at the moment in this part of the show. Uh, Fairland Town, by their standards, disastrous season last season. Paul Potter, again, uh, part of Fairland, was with me in the studio last week. He, he agreed with, uh, with that sentiment. You look at the start to the season they've had, and OK, I know it's only em the em embryonic days of the season, but the signs very early on look very promising, very positive for, for the team at Council as compared to what it would have been like this time last year. No, they've made a great start. And, and again... You know, Fairham are a club, you know, when I was a kid, you know, Fairham were the, the big local club. Um, and, and, you know, they've got a, a decent stadium there. Probably need a few more helpers. But at the end of the day, got a decent manager. Um, and, and I'm sure they'll have a much better season. Trevor, thank you, Rich. I know, I know how, how much you got to do so close to Keel. So the fact you've taken time out, we really do appreciate that, Trevor. Thank you very much. We'll see you again soon. Pleasure, Henry. So that's Trevor Bott, the Hammond and Waterlooville Club Secretary, joining me uh, here on Over the White Line. We're going to take a short break here on 93.7 Express. And this is Over the White Line, proudly partnered by Bisco Solicitors. And when we return, we continue our build-up to tonight's game against Dorking Wonderwoods by talking to Havoc manager Paul Doswell and look back at the local FA Cup action. We'll be back in a tick here on Over the White Line. Over the White Line, your number one source for all local sports and non-league football. Welcome back to the second part of this week's special edition of Over the White Line here on 93.7 Express FM. We are proudly partnered by Bisco Solicitors this season on the show as we bring the programme here to Wesley Park, home to Haven and Waterlooville FC, head of their game with Dorking Wanderers tonight in the National League South. Come up, we'll speak to our local managers on the back of another busy weekend of action with a mixed bag of results for our local size. But first, we continue our build-up to tonight's game here at Wesley Park. Park. And yesterday, I caught up with Havington Waterlooville manager Paul Doswell, who looks ahead to what he knows is a tough test against the Wonders. I started the interview by asking him how tough a test he thinks it will be. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I think that they've had a, a good start. They've got momentum um, from the last two or three promotions that they've had. And we've watched, uh, you know, we've watched a couple of their videos and um, they've got a very, very uh, certain way of playing. And, you know, for them it works. It's a tough test, as you say, but we've kind of had tough tests throughout this start of the season. It hasn't been an easy start we've been handed. No, but I think if you look at the games, we, you know, we, we came back and probably, I, I think in many ways, didn't deserve maybe the three points at Hampton. But we deserve three points against Wellen and three points on Saturday. So we've dominated large parts of the three games. Um, as I said, you're never going to win every football match. But you know, we're at home tomorrow night and uh, we should be looking to win this match. One of the first three games, what stage do you think you're scoring with? Uh, we're getting there. As I said, it's very early days in the season. That's why I said don't panic if you're mid-table. Even after 15 games, it makes no real difference if, you, if you're mid-table. 
Um, seen plenty of teams run away with the league in, in uh, August and September and then fall away badly in October and November. So, you know, I'm trying to keep getting over the point to everyone it's going to be a marathon, you know, not a sprint. But what you do want to do is do what we've done, which is, you know, keep unbeaten, keep picking your points up. And like I said, if you're there or thereabouts come March, April, then you have a real push. It's a week with two big home games. After this, we've got Chelsea at home. So it, it really is a big week. You want to capitalise on those home fixtures, really, don't we? Yeah, like you said, we've got two tough games. You know, Dorkin has started the season very, very well. Uh, and Chelmsford won 4-0 uh, again last night and I think they won their other game against Hampton 4-1 so you know they're obviously a, a side that can score goals but to me away from home at the minute um, they've struggled so I think the, the key thing with this league is win your home games and then pick up what you can away and like I said we, uh, you know, we're confident at home and we're really looking forward to tomorrow night and putting on a good performance and finally it's our first Wednesday night football of the season we've moved to Wednesday nights for our midweek games hopefully on the back of that we'll get a fairly decent crowd yeah, I hope so. Obviously, I think it clashes with the uh, Super Cup, doesn't it? Uh, Liverpool-Chelsea, which I'd imagine just about nobody's interested in uh, that particular game. But, yeah, I mean, listen, we'd like to think we can pick up a few uh, local supporters that would go to other grounds normally on a Tuesday. So that, that's the idea behind it. Also gives us an extra extra day's rest from the Saturday game. Um, and like I said, we're, uh, you know, we're looking forward to getting going tomorrow. Cool. Thank you very much. Cheers, Henry. So that's Paul Doswell, the Haventon Waterlooville manager, ahead of tonight's game here at Wesley Park against Dorking Wanderers for Haventon Waterlooville. The atmosphere starting to build in and around and, and outside the ground. Just having a look over to my left, the fans are starting to build up uh, in and around the bars and surrounding supporter spectator areas. So the atmosphere really building here as Haventon Waterlooville look to take on Dorking Wanderers tonight in the National League South. Kickoff and that one is at 7:45. Well, of course, we'll talk more about that game as we go on. Hopefully before the end of the show we'll have team news but we'll move on into the Southern League First Division because Moneyfields begin their season this weekend away at Biddeford. They've got a very tough start but early on this evening I spoke to Moneyfields manager Dave Carter to talk about it all. Happy to say that on the other end of the line is the Moneyfields manager Dave Carter. Dave, great to have you back on the line once again this season. Third season for the Moneys in the Southern League First Division. You come close twice. You hoping it's third time lucky for your side? Yeah, not so much. Come close, come close twice. I mean, the first season we finished eighth, even though we had, we had a good start. Um, last season, so we managed to make the playoffs. But with the the way things were, um, we travelled obviously to Yate Town, um, unable to win, um, or to get promoted. So it's a bit of a kick in the teeth for that one. But this season, this year, we're looking good. We brought some good players: Duncan Cully, Ryan Penery, Scott Donnelly, um, Connor York. And goalkeeper Jake Hallett. So we've strengthened in depth. Um, so hopefully we can see if we can get off to a good start and see how things take us. Do you use what happened at the end of last season as something to stoke you forward, or do you completely forget it altogether? No, we put a line under that one to start a new season, Henry. Um, so it's, it's, that's the situation this year. So I mean, our ambitions again will be will be I mean, minimum hopefully playoffs. And if we can if we can get ourselves on a good run, we've, when we went twenty two games like the season before last, I think twenty three, twenty four last season. So that's the sort of momentum we want to get, give ourselves and give ourselves a good chance of getting up in them playoffs and maybe even even try to have a go for for the, the, the title. So. Speak about the new signings. Scott Donnelly, one that, that definitely stands out. How key players do you think they are, especially at the level that, that you're playing at? I mean, Scott in, in pre-season has been fantastic for us, to be fair to him. But unfortunately, he's, 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 he's now injured. He's injured now. He's um, hurt his foot. He's out for probably two, three weeks. Which is a, which is a, um, not good for the first start of the season. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think he can play key key for us this season with his experience. And, I mean, he's played at high-level QPR, Swansea, and obviously with yourselves at heaven. Moving on to Saturday, the season starts, well, I don't think you could have gone much further in the league than Biddeford away. It's going to be a tough start and a long start for yourselves. It definitely is. Three and a half hour approach journey down to there. But you say you want to get them ones out of the way early doors. You don't want to be going into going down there in the middle of the winter when you can get called off and end up there on a Tuesday night. So even though it's um, you think, oh, bloody hell, three and a half hours away. But we'll go down there. So if we can find the form we went down there with last season, we were free them up in 15 minutes last season. I'll be asking the lads the same again. I mean, get a good start. Um, and so hopefully bring home the three points. Finally, for me, the season starts in, the, in, in your league later than it does near on every other league. Is that an advantage to you because you don't play all those games early on or is it a disadvantage, do you think? 
So it's going to be the sprint at the start of the season, most certainly. Dave, thank you very much for your time. We'll speak to you again, of course, throughout the season here on Express FM. So and that's Dave Carter, the Moneyfields manager, looking ahead to the start of their season. And they've got the longest possible start they could have made in the Southern League First Division South. They are way to Biddeford on Saturday. Heartbreaking way that their season ended last year. They got into the playoffs only to be told that they cannot qualify for promotion through the playoffs and a points per game ruling. And uh, I remember speaking to Dave Carter at the end of last season about it. And it was, it was something that he was thinking about, but... As he said in the interview there, he wants to move on from that. It's all in the past, all contrived to the, the history books. And the goal is now at the third opportunity, the third time of asking that Moneyfields get into the Southern League Premier Division. And as Trevor Box said earlier on, a lot of improvements going on around the ground. New facilities are going to be built along Dover Road and its surrounding areas. So it's certainly exciting times ahead uh, for those involved at Moneyfields. And, and certainly if they could if they could crown those good renovation work, which will be taking place in the next 12 months or so with a promotion into the seventh tier and what a fantastic achievement it would be for them but it's not just them that have that have been involved in action this week there's been a lot of action going on in the FA Cup there's been a bit of a, a mixed bag for our local sides over the weekend uh, there's a replay taking place tonight Baffins Milton Rovers, they're playing at the PNC stage, and that's the other game which is taking place in the local area this evening. They're taking on Allsford Town in the replay of the extra preliminary round uh, kickoff at the PMC for those that are interested in perhaps making a, a last minute dash for some Wednesday night football. Kickoff there is at 7.45, same as here at Wesley Park, where we are looking ahead to having a water level against Dorking. But elsewhere in the FA Cup last night, it was a heartbreaking evening for ASC Porchester. Portugal who have a, a nice history of FA Cup runs in the past. Unfortunately, it's not going to continue this season. They were knocked out in the extra preliminary round last night in a replay to hide from Dibdom away from home. They lost 3-2 on Tuesday night on last night after a 2-2 draw in the original tie on Saturday afternoon. Baffins, they have to go back to the world tonight, as I mentioned. That's because of a, a nil-nil draw away at Allsford, but it's a draw which I think some would say is quite a good one. Allsford are being tipped as one of the teams to get promoted out of that Wessex League Premier Division. They're certainly one of the favourites in what is perhaps the most open Wessex League season that many have seen in recent memory. Looking elsewhere down the list, Horndean, they've got their names into the hat for the second, for the preliminary round of the FA Cup. Getting a bit excited there. Uh, they've been in Cavity Town five Five three at Five Heads Park, so a good win for them. They're in the hat, and so is Fairland Town. We spoke to Trevor Brock, didn't we? earlier on in the show, they're through uh, to the preliminary round. They beat Westbury United by a goal to nil uh, on Saturday at Meadow Lane much needed FA Cup cash for them as they, they go into the preliminary round and after a season which all those at Cairns ordered would have liked to have forgotten about last season they have got something to cheer about this time round they're in the preliminary round of the FA Cup and they've had a, a very good start to the Wessex League season we'll look at that in more detail in the last part of the show but before we go to the break let's look at what's happened in the Wessex League First Division because uh, there's been action going on with our two clubs involved there Pittsfield Town did not play in the FA Cup this year for the first time in a long, long while. Uh, they, they're involved uh, in Division 1 action uh, both on Saturday and during the week. And unfortunately, again, it's, it's been a bit of a mixed bag, which we'll speak to Mark Summerhill on the third part of the show, which has kind of been the story of their season, a 2-1 victory against East Cows Victoria at home on Saturday. That was followed up with a 2-1 defeat to Alton last night at Anstey Park. Whilst for United Services Portsmouth, again, it's kind of the story of the show. It's been a bit of a mixed bag, really. They lost 1-0 last night in the Hampshire Senior Cup away to New Milton Town. And then, uh, sorry, they won against New Milton Town by a goal to nil. Their defeat came on Saturday at Stubbs Lane when they lost 3-2 to Binford. So a bit of a mixed bag for them there. 
We're going to take a very quick break then here on Over the White Line, ahead of the final part of the show. We speak to the Infinity Manager, Danny Thompson, the Petersfield Town Manager, Mark Samuel. And, of course, if you want to get involved with the show, you can. You can text us 81400. Don't forget to start your text with the word express. You can email studio at expressfm.com or you can send us a tweet. Our handle is at expressfm. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back shortly here on 93.7 expressfm for the final part of this week's over the white line. Passionately Portsmouth and passionately football. We are 93.7 Express FM. Hello and welcome back to this, the final part of this week's Over the White Line here on 93.7 Express Effect. We are here at Wesley Park. We're live on location tonight as Haventon Waterlooville take on Dorking Wanderers here in the National League South. Wesley Park, the turnstiles have just opened here. A fair few supporters have started to stream their way in. It's all The atmosphere is building up quite nicely ahead of a big game for both the Hawks and the Wanderers. Kickoff is in just over an hour's time. Both sides have an unbeaten start to the season. The Hawks, two draws and a win. Dorking are nine points for nine at the start of the season. So both sides will be hoping to keep their unbeaten records come the end of the evening this evening. But we'll talk a bit more about that later on in the show. And hopefully, just before we go off air, we'll get a bit of team news from the game as well. But we're going to go back into our local action. And we're going to go back into the Wessex League First Division. Because earlier on this evening, I caught up with the Petersburg Town Manager, Mark Summerhill following the mixed bag of results that have taken place in the week. There's certainly no panic buttons being pressed at the moment. Happy to say that joining me on the other end of the line is the Petersfield Town Manager, Mark Summerhill. Mark, a bit of a mixed bag for yourselves this weekend. 2-1 win in, in, on the weekend, 2-1 defeat last night. Yeah, it was uh, certainly a mixed bag. Uh, a very good performance on Saturday in very difficult conditions but at home and we're just starting to turn home into a little bit of a fortress like I've always wanted to do and then um, our usual away day issues crept in last night after a really good first half being 1-0 up where we just didn't come out for the second half and I just there's nothing you can put your finger on to say what went right what went wrong we just didn't come out which is really really disappointing How much do you hope that's not a mentality issue within the squad? I think mentality's got a lot better. Um, it's, it's our eighth game this season, including pre-season. It's the first one we've lost, and we've really gone a long way to mending some of the scars from the, the back-to-back relegations. And we've added three or four new ones, or three or four new players in. So it's. Uh, I don't think mentality such an issue. It was just one of those nights last night. Just one of those halves where. Half-time came at the wrong time and we just never got going and we didn't really get out our own half and we brought on our own downfall last night. That was I'm, I'm hoping it's just one of those things. Yeah, well, we've spoken about mixed bag quite quite a bit and we look at your league standings. It's 1-1, one, one, drawn one, lost one. How do you, how do you evaluate all in all the, the start that you've made so far? Uh, well, it's, it's been a good start, really. It's uh, away at Laverstock was a really, really good point followed up by a home win and then we went and let ourselves down last night so it's, you can't really es- escape that mixed bag thing we've, we've won, lost and we've drawn so we've done it all we've got a tough game on Saturday against Andover New Street at home um, where we'll be looking to put it right because we've got a bit of a tough run with Andover New Street coming down from last year's Premier League and we go to Brockenhurst on Tuesday night from the league above in the Senior Cup so you, this time of season the game's come thick and fast so but next time we speak, we'll have played twice again. We'll start off by speaking about the Andover game on Saturday. You spoke about the fact that they've just come down from the Wessex League. And again, they're in a, they're in a similar form line to yourselves. So if you're looking at it on paper, it, the neutral would say it's a very even game. Um, I'd be flattered if people said it would be a, um, an even game. That's, uh, that's very flattering. See, they've had um, great performances against Bemerton, who were very much fancied this season and uh, I have that Wessex Prem experience um, so I'm, I'm flattered if people think that's going to be an even game so uh, we'll, we'll take that as a positive and then going on to that game against Brockenhurst away in the Hampshire Senior Cup I suppose the Hampshire Cup is the longest stay in it I suppose it's a it's a nice break from the league yeah it is a nice it's a nice break from the league and it when we had our really bad league run last season when we went almost 12 games without a win uh, we had some really good wins in cup competitions against high-level opposition, and the, 
I always fancy ourselves in the cup competitions, and Brockenhurst is, is a nice place to go, so we'll look forward to that. It will be an excellent opportunity to rotate, but for us this season, ro- rotate, it just doesn't make us any weaker. We've got a really, really strong squad, and it will be great to have a look at a few that have been slightly short of first-team action, so a great opportunity and a, and a great prospect. So, and that's Mark Summerhill, the Petersfield Town Manager, speaking to me early on this afternoon as the music ratches up another notch here at Wesley Park. And Katie, you've just joined us here on 93.7 Express FM. Over the white line has hit the road for the very first time. We are here at Wesley Park, home of Haventon Waterlooville FC, as they face Dorking Wanderers in the National League South. And kick-off in, in this game is just over an hour away. But as, as we've just heard from Mark Summerhill, the Petersfield Town Manager, reflecting on just after the break a bit of a, a mixed bag for them over over the weekend and for them it's it's again it's more of a rebuilding job for for him and everyone involved with uh, with Petersburg town they had a, a turbulent few years which saw them head from the the dizzy heights of the southern league which is a magnificent achievement for a club of their stature and then they they crashed into successive relegations which saw them into the the Wessex League First Division. We built last season and now the push is to go again and try and get that promotion into the Wessex League Premier Division. It's not going to be easy. You've got teams like US Portsmouth that are always there and teams that come down like Andover New Street and Bemington Heath Harlequins that will that certainly give a big test to, to the top and the creme of the, of the division. But perhaps the, the saving grace for them is that they're going to see four promotion places potentially up for grabs in that division. And Petersfield are going to have to look at that and see that as an opportunity for them to get themselves back into that Wessex League Premier Division. We'll preview their game along with all the other games that took place uh, over the weekend and what's coming up this Saturday in just a second. But we're going to go and delve into the Hampshire League. Of course, we did the, the cut draw last week's show. On last week's show with Paul Potter, the league secretary, we drew out some very, very interesting ties out of the hat. And the league really is starting to take shape, Take shape, really. Four games in, Bush Hill lead the way. They're, they're 12 from 12. There's three teams so far with perfect records in the division. That's Bush Hill, that's Fleetlands, and that's Infinity. The three teams we did expect to be to be up there in and amongst the shouting. Liphook and Hayling have also had strong starts along with Poolsgrove so our local size in that division have certainly had a strong start and one of those I mentioned was Infinity. Earlier on this afternoon I caught up with their manager Danny Thompson to reflect on his start to the season the last week and what he expects coming up as the busy busy month of August continues to rear its head. I would say Danny Thompson the Fleetlands manager joins me on the line. Danny it's free from free for Infinity in the league. Yeah, yeah, well, he is. Um, you know, we had another positive uh, result last night, which was pleasing. And as you say, it's uh, three wins in a row, which um, you know, I can't really grumble too much at. So that no, was good. Third in the table. Obviously, it's, it's early days. Are you pleased that you that you're up there with with the big guns, so to speak? Yeah, you know, it's, it is very pleasing to get off to a good start. You know, in any any level of football, in any league, is is you know, it's, it's number one priority really. If you've got the ambition that that we have, you know. Um, I say, I think we've got a game in hand, obviously, with what happened with our first game of the, the season getting cancelled. So, um, no, it's been a real real positive start, you know, new management team coming in and bringing in five or six new new lads as well. You know, sometimes it takes takes time to gel, but we've seemed to have uh, hit the ground running, which is really pleasing, and long may that continue. At what sort of stage in, in pre-season or during the season do you feel like the new players that you've bedded in seem to gel? Well, it just it takes time, um, Emily. You know, we, we've got a squad of. Uh, I had a conversation last night with the lads before the game. We've got a squad of twenty-two players, and I sat down yesterday afternoon for about two hours, uh, chopping, changing formations and players, and whatever side I put out, one was equally as good as the other. You know, so you know the last three three games that we've had, we we have done a you know we have rotated the team and. And, um, you know, it's good that we can do that because it keeps everyone on their toes and guessing if they're going to be playing, um, you know, and it keeps lads, lads happy that some of them have been on the bench for a couple of games who have been really chomping at the bit to get going themselves. And a couple of them had a, had a start last night and, you know, and uh, done themselves, put themselves well and they're in the frame for keeping their place for Saturday. But it is important to, to you know, utilise the squad, especially, as I say, when you've got a squad 
the size of ours and as good as ours, um, it's important that you try and keep everyone happy. And at this moment in time, I'm managing to do that. But how long that lasts, I don't know. Because as you know, you know, lads just want to play regularly. But um, it's, it's all good at the moment, so I can't grumble really. Does it help the fact that when we're in August, September, you play a lot of games? So I suppose as a manager, you kind of handicap to change the squad around a little bit. Yeah, definitely. You know, it, it does help playing Saturday, Tuesday, because as you know, you know, it's a lot of. I think we've got eight games in August, which is a lot of football. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and as you well know, we've got a lot of cup competitions coming up in, in the near future. So, um, you know, it, it does it does give you that, that option to utilise the squad. Um, and that's what we've been doing. Um, so, yeah, that's good. Just look at the fixtures. Next three are at Knoll Village for yourselves, which I suppose it's great to utilise home advantage, and that starts at Stock- against Stockbridge on Saturday. Yeah, you know, as I say, I was fortunate enough when our game got cancelled to watch Stockbridge um, down at Fleetlands. So, um, you know, got to see them um, and see what they're about this year. Um, but as you know, in our, in our league, on their day, anyone can beat anyone. Um, and that's what I said to the lads last night. Yes, we have got off to a great start. Um, we've got our next three games at home, which are against Stockbridge, Loxheath and Lippert, I think, I believe, um, which are obviously nine points I'm aiming for for our next, our next three games. But, you know, in, in our league, you can't take anyone for granted and it's all about turning up with the with the right attitude. Um, and if we do that, then, you know, obviously our quality should, should shine through and, and get us the maximum points out of our next three games, which is really what I'm looking for. Danny, thank you much for your time and we'll speak to you again. So, and that's Danny Thompson, the new Infinity manager. He joined them from Fleetlands in the summer. And talking about the Hampshire League and Fleetlands, they're in action as we speak. They take on Poolsgrove at Marsden Road. That's a 6.45 kickoff. So, as we speak, they have just kicked off there. This is over the white line, and we are tonight on location at Wesley Park ahead of Haventon Waterlooville's National League South game against Dorking Wonders. The crowd has started to build a, a fair few away fans have actually made their way into the ground quite early on, which is always, always good to see. A fair few milling around the bar here, which I can just see out of the, the top left corner of my of my eye shot here in the commentary box and the press gantry at Wesley Park. So all looking ahead to that. Hopefully, just before we go off air, we'll get team news for you from the game that's taking place here. But let's continue the show by looking back and looking ahead to the action that's taking place this weekend. As I said, Paul's Grove and Fleetlands, they've just kicked off as we speak. If there is any updates that we get, i.e. goals and that, before we go off air, we'll give them to you. Uh, on Saturday, the action sees Bush Hill take on Hailing United. Hailing have had a very good start to the season. Fleetlands, they take on Overton. That was a battle between fourth and fifth from last season. Infinity, they take on Stockbridge. They face each other again uh, later on uh, next month in the League Cup. And looking elsewhere, Lindhurst against Clansfield lifts Athletic against Lockheath also taking place. The results uh, from the weekend in the haven't um, in the Hampshire League Premier Division uh, was was as follows: List and Hailing drew a nil-nil last night. Infinity, as we heard from Danny Thompson earlier on in the show, they beat Colden Common by three goals to one. Uh, Saturdays. Fixtures only just a couple that, that took place. It was uh, Fleetlands beating Colden Common by the margin of two goals to one. So I've got just over 10 minutes left of this first ever over the white line on the road here at Wesley Park. Uh, we're proudly brought to you by Bisco Solicitors. They are your local lawyers. And if you've missed any of this show or any of the over the white lines this season, don't fret because we've got every single show this season available as a podcast on expressfm.com. Uh, let's have a look at what's coming up then this week in the in a lot across our, our local game. Plenty going on. Plenty of our local sides in action. Uh, one of them is Gosport Bow. who have had a busy, busy week themselves. They, they've been in action twice. To contrasting fortunes, it, it should be said. Uh, Saturday, they could not have got off to a better start uh, against Taunton Town at Privet Park. They managed to beat them by three goals to nil. They were playoff semi-finalists in their division last season, so a very, very good start in Lee Molyneux's first game in management, first game as manager of Gosport Bar, the perfect 
perfect start for them. Unfortunately, though, last night it couldn't be backed up. They held again another of the playoff teams last season, Salisbury, who are a very, very strong and capable outfit. So uh, 90 minutes, it was nil-nil. Uh, Gosbot had plenty of opportunities to go to win the game. And then they were hit and kicked with a sucker punch right at the very, very dev to lose 1-0 away from home at the Ray McKenville Stadium. Then this Saturday, they have got Merford Town here uh, away from home in the league. That's Again, that's one of those really, really long trips that nobody looks forward to. A uh, very long trip. Uh, one of those outposts uh, for the football fans that uh, go up and down the nation. Then they got a week off. Um, until their next batch of fixtures. And talking about Gosport Borough, it's expected that a few of their players will be here tonight. Uh, obviously, a lot of them ex-haven't players, so a lot of them are going to be here at Wesley Park tonight, um, soaking in, obviously, their, their former club, Haven't and Waterlooville. Uh, let's have a look elsewhere, what else is going on. We know Moneyfields, they, they, kick, off, uh, they, they kick off their season on Saturday. They take on Biddeford away from home, which perhaps is the toughest start that they could have had as far as travelling distance is concerned. Uh, moving on into the Wessex League Premier Division, also Town take on AFC Porchester. Baffins Milton Rovers, they take on Brockenhurst. Fairham Town, who this season have enjoyed a very good start, they take on Fleet Town. Wire Torn Dean, they are away to Portland United. Then next Tuesday, the Hampshire Senior Cup kicks off. It gets underway with its preliminary rounds. Baffins Milton Rovers, they kick off the competition. They take on Tadley Caliva. Petersfield Town, we spoke to Mark Summerhill about this early one on the show. They're away to Brockenhurst. Horn Dean are away to Cove. And perhaps the tie of the round from a local perspective is at Cam's orders as Fairham Town take on United Services. Portsmouth, some very interesting ties. And of course, all the reaction to that will be on next week's over the white line program between six and seven o'clock here on 93.7 Express FM. But this week we are here at Wesley Park as Haven and Waterlooville take on Dorking Wanderers here in the National League South. The crowd really are starting to fill in in their droves and their, their numbers here. And I'm happy to say that trying to be up here in the press box and one of my Haven and Waterlooville colleagues, uh, uh, co-commentator of mine, he's going to be doing the game on Hawks Radio tonight, Mike Bennett. Uh, Mike, it's haven't have had a, a good start to the season, but perhaps haven't had what they deserved out of it? No, I think you're right. Um, it's uh, five points out of three games. Uh, we're hoping for a little bit more, a little bit unlucky on a couple of the games, but um, looking very, very comfortable uh, and expecting a good three points today. What do you think the differences you've seen between this season and, and what we saw last season in the Conference National, so to speak? I think, to be fair, uh, looking at it last season, I think we had a very good squad, but they were a squad of part-time players against full-time players, and I just think that a lot of them maybe found their level and we were just unlucky with silly mistakes that we were punished on uh, on regular occasions and a few unlucky results as well yeah, most certainly and you look at you look at the the, the players that we, we we've got now the likes i mean the likes of Rory deacon the the likes of danny Kedder, although he's not going to be involved tonight um and other pl and other players that we bought in nicky bailey dean beckwith was warner the pedigree of players that we bought in this year that they're, they're they're top half National League players, not just South players. Yeah, I agree. They're, uh, it's, uh, it's a much stronger squad and you know the intentions are clear to see that we are looking to go straight back up into the National League and consolidate ourselves in that division. Do you think, that, do you think that's something Haven can do? I mean, we, we both covered the National League circuit last season with Haven and Waterlooville and you... Of course, you, with that division, you've got a lot of your top-end teams. You're, OK, Leighton Hornet gone up, like your Wrexhams, your, your Notts Counties, your Barnets, your Hartlepools. But there's, there's also those teams further down the pyramid in, in that league where you look at and you think, actually, we, could, we can have aspirations to be like them. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the thing is, is in that league, at, at the level that we are, you you can't really compete with those bigger teams, you know, those those 
former league teams but if we can beat the teams that are in and around us uh, as you say the lower half of that of that division and uh, we, we've got every every possibility of staying up well, let's move on to tonight's game first and foremost because Dorking Wanderers. They're riding on the crest of a wave. They've had two successive promotions, 11 in 19 years, which I think I spoke to Trevor Brock earlier on in the programme. It's probably in unprecedented territory. So they're new boys in the league. They're nine from nine on the back of two promotions successively. Put it this way, they're going to be confident going into tonight's game. Yeah, they certainly are. And, you know, we know all too well what uh, Jason Pryor can do. Uh, and... You know, you, you look at them, they've had a very good start, their confidence is high, and they're going to come here looking to go 12 from 4, you know, and uh, there's, there's no reason really why the squad that we've got can't put pay to that and uh, continue our zero losses so far this season. We want to look to make uh, Wesley Park a fortress and that's what we're going to need to do in order to get our promotion this season back to the National League. And it's against teams like Dorking that we do really need to be very emphatic with that. And just finally, uh, for me, it's going to be a tough league, as you say, this season, but... You know, if we can make this place a fortress, if Hammond can make this place a fortress, teams are going to fear coming here, and we need to have that fear factor. Okay, we were half decent last season here, but we need to properly make sure that this is a. We need, if you want to go up, you want to make sure your wins are here. Yeah, absolutely. We, they, they need to be at home. We need to be getting the three points at home uh, week in, week out. Clean sheets are important too because that uh, that breeds confidence in the, in the whole team that they can attack and know that the defence is strong. And, you know, if we lose lose the ball up front, the, the, the defence can cope with that and clear the danger and not get caught on the counter-attacks. Mike, thank you very much. That's Mike Bennett, who's going to be my co-commentator tonight on Hawks Radio over the white line here at Wesley Park for Havens and Waterlooville's game against Dorking Wanderers. And unfortunately, that's almost it as the ground fills up quite nicely. There's a huge, huge number of away fans that are, are filling their way into Wesley Park this evening. So a very exciting game in the offing here at Wesley Park. For the first time that over the white line has ever hit the road. It's been a fantastic first and I hope that you've enjoyed it as much as, as we've enjoyed bringing the show over here to Wesley Park. Hopefully it won't be the first and it won't be the last of the season. So that's it here from Wesley Park. Huge thanks to Haventon Waterlooville for hosting us this evening and all the best to them tonight as they face Dorking in the National League South. Stay tuned to Express FM because John Brown continues his Composers series on the other side of the 7pm news. Well worth a listen if you're a movie buff. Mason has the Portsmouth Breakfast Show every weekday from 7, waking up with news, travel, music and fun. Jake Smith is with us Friday for the Football Hour previewing Portsmouth's League 1 trip to Sunderland on Saturday. wonder where we've played them before. That's between 6 and 7, then Pompey Live back Saturday from the earlier time of 11.30 when the Blues head to the Stadium of the Light ahead of the 12.30 kickoff. Liam Howes, Jake Smith and Alan Knight are with you for all the pre-match build-up before commentary from Andy Moon and Guy Whittingham. Pompey Live Extra Time follows post-match where you can have your say. If you miss any so far, it's available on our website as a podcast. And finally, Charlotte uh, is a massive operation, so I'd like to thank everyone back at Express Towers for making this show possible. Most notably, Mason and everyone else, the, the crew have been fantastic back there. Uh, so thank you very much to everyone back there for their, their help in making this possible. Hopefully we'll be back on the road soon, but until next time, bye-bye for now.